Ah, bonjour, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. It depends on when you're listening to this. It's another episode of Poetry in Motion with me, Neil Fitzmaurice. I'm joined by, as usual, the ever-trustworthy Neil Jones there on the right flank. But we've got a sub coming in. Um, Joe's not in today. Joe's off. Do you watch his, what's Joe doing? I don't know. To be he'll be, do, he'll be doing with beer in the Londres, I think. Yeah, so yeah. Wait, waiting yeah. for a delivery yeah. or something like that. He usually does. Is that not because I didn't see him in that little doorway down the road? There, no, no, yeah, no. He's heir to the Londres fortune, you know, Joe. <laughs> or, a bit, or a bit of the South Liverpool Londres yeah, yeah. fortune. Oh, that'd be nicer to him yeah, then. But he owes absolutely. me about 15 Bruno bars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's how he's made his money. He's selling yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, he will be. Yeah, he's keeping in the box. Joining and taking the place of Joe. Is our very own Oxlade Chamberlain? It's Andy, big Andy Kelly. How are you, pal? I'm not bad, mate. Proud to be making my debut. It's great, mate. It's, we're really pleased with it. We, you know, it's uh, you're getting a full game as well. You're not getting the ox. You're not getting on the last 15. I just hope I can be as effective as him. I'm sure, you will be. You brought information with you, which is already worrying me and Neil. No, I've brought the team sheet because. Uh, there was a there was a couple of their players. I thought I'm, I'm going to be talking about these two, and I thought I want to get their names right. So I brought it with me <laughs> for the public humiliation. Uh, all right, well we'll get on to the uh, to the uh, magnificent seven, which you didn't let me down, guys. The headline in the paper. Um, <laughs> we'll get on to that first of all. We might as well kick off with um, what happened last Saturday, the much anticipated uh, Liverpool Man United at Anfield. I did a piece for Match of the Day Extra, the uh, the uh, Premier League show with Justin Morehouse. He was representing Man United. I was representing Liverpool. We had a bit of a it was just a bit of fun. Bit of filming, um, but I did say at one point, uh, all this for, well, is going to be a prelude to a, a really dull nil-nil draw. Um, <laughs> just call me Nostradamus. Um, what did you think of it? First of all, I'll ask, I'll ask, I'll ask Neil, and I'll go over to Andy as well. What was your overall summary of uh, Saturday's game at Anfield? Um, yeah, I think I think it was quite predictable. I, I, I know Andy'll remember last week I wrote a piece sort of suggesting that. There was this idea that Jose Mourinho might just change because we all hoped, they've had didn't such we? a good we start to the season and that he might have, I think Andy said it in another podcast, he said he'll have that night just before he goes to bed where he thinks, what What if I just went there and battered them? What if I just went there? And, and then I think he quickly pointed out that he would soon go, shut up Jose, don't, yeah. don't say that. Don't well, say the that. devil would pop up and go, yeah, but what if he battered you? Yeah, battered yeah. By them. yeah exactly. And it, it, it was yesterday was the anniversary of I say anniversaries if it's something big, but last season's nil-nil draw yeah. when David De Gea was man of the match, I, I, I put a little Facebook post on our, our page saying, "Thank God everything's changed since since back then." Eh? And it was just carbon copy, really. Liverpool making the game. I thought he played better this season than he did last. I thought he were a bit more cohesive and a bit more confident. But I think what you saw is a who Manchester United's best player is in, in De Gea. He's by far he's he. If they've got world-class players, and they've got a, got a couple who have got claims, but he is undeniably a world-class yeah. player, capable to play for any club. And I think you just saw what Liverpool lack in big games. He just lacked that that world-class player, that probably. Touch, isn't it? Who's going to do it for them? And I thought thought they were they were worth probably a win, Liverpool. But in the end, it's it's an okay result. Um, and a moral victory, if you like, because they can enjoy the sort of uh, the fume around Mourinho and, and his tactical setup. Yeah, Andy. For me, we shouldn't be talking about Mourinho about this game. I know everybody did. The interesting thing about this game was Klopp. Mm. You know, we knew what we'd get from Mourinho. Well, almost all of us did, apart from Christian Walsh, who uh, yeah. in, five in nil, blood, blood red throughout a, a five nil to Liverpool show, <laughs> which I think was he definitely must have been on. Yeah. I'm well, not sure. Well, he's on a stag this weekend, a, Christian. So he, he may, may well have been starting early. Start, I think yeah, he yeah. had one of his premonitions, and he wasn't—he wasn't getting away from the premonition. But it was—it it was never likely to be 
to be that unless there was a couple of early goals. But um, we got what we expected from Jose. I've, I've got no problem with it, and I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't have any problem in, in going to set up like that. In fact, I'm, I'm quite jealous that Liverpool can't. Not jealous, but Liverpool couldn't go to an, a tough away fixture like that and set up like that mm. and in, have confidence that their back four would be well enough organised and produce uh, a performance like that to be able to do it, I don't think. Um, what we saw in different was Klopp's reaction to Mourinho's um, tactics. And that was that he basically decided he wasn't going to give Mourinho what he wanted. Yeah. And yeah. Mourinho clearly, you know, he spoke about it straight away afterwards, you know. And people thought he was on the wind-up. He wasn't on the wind-up. Yeah. That was exactly what he was thinking. He was yeah. thinking, I'm going to hold this. I'm going to frustrate him. And about 65, 70 minutes, he's going to gamble and, and take off someone yeah. from his midfield yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just going to hit him with Rashford and everything yeah. else. And... Klopp refused to do it. Klopp basically thought, well, the only team who's going to nick one here is us. So I'm going to play it as if a nil-nil is not a disaster for us. Mm. But And we're the only side who might win this. Um, yeah. And that obviously annoyed Mourinho. Mm. And to me, you always want to do generally what... One of the things that should go through your mind is, I want to do the thing that my opponent wants Once, least. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the thing that Mourinho wanted least there was for Liverpool to keep doing as they were doing. It didn't work out. Mm. Um, a draw is not a brilliant result, but it but it's not a, a, a catastrophic one. And for me, a nil-nil at home to Manchester United, that that isn't that hasn't been the problem with this Liverpool mm. team so far mm. this season. It's your Burnleys. Mm. It's um, it's uh, who else? Still me a bad performance. Yeah, your Newcastle away. Those are the types of performances that cause problems. Not home draw with Manchester yeah. United. That can yeah, happen yeah. to anybody. I yeah. tell you what. What I thought as well. <clears throat> I'm glad Andy brought it up. It's an interesting up. point you raised. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that? Don't you wish Brendan Rodgers had done that against Mourinho mm. in that game? In yeah. that nil-nil game, two-nil Chelsea game. Because I, I've always had this baby bonnet about. Liverpool running after the ball in the first when Chelsea were time wasting the fans would burn. Liverpool that day should have wanted Chelsea to time waste for ninety minutes. Yeah, Liverpool yeah. should have went. I tell you what, do you want to shake hands yeah. now? We'll take nil nil because that was that would have kept them top of the league and going. But Liverpool got impatient and went. Now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ride through this and obviously it probably comes back to the fact that they didn't trust trust the defence at that time to hold firm. But if 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 Brendan Rodgers had done what Jurgen Klopp did on on Saturday and just said. Shrugged yeah. his shoulders and said, "All right, you can have your nil nil. You know, like we think you're a bit, bit pathetic or whatever. Or I think it's a bit cowardly from you, but it suits us, suits us as much as anyone." And the, the other great reason, regret the other reason he probably couldn't do that, Jonesy, though Bren back back then, I think, and Klopp mentioned it to us after the game when he was talking to, uh, to the press, and that was he used this phrase, you know, I I can't I couldn't play like Mourinho because because of. The f- because of the you know the fact we haven't won the title for 125 years, no mm. classic Klopp exaggeration. <laughs> you know, someone you know, I'm sure he knows we've won it 18 times. <laughs> and also, I'd also give you a bit of indication that he's a bit irked by the 125 year anniversary. He's mentioned yeah. that in a few little things. <laughs> he probably is getting to do, having to do stuff about. He's it. having to do so much 125 <laughs> stuff. He's probably going well. I'm going to chuck that in. Yeah, he is. And I, and I, but that, I think he feels that that burden, and he used the phrase last night, funnily enough, uh, about. Um, having a having the the history as a as in your backpack, mm, this German yeah. phrase about weighing yeah, you down, yeah, yeah. and I think he felt that. And I think Rogers probably felt that at the time that you know if he tried to be 
Yeah, I think if he'd, have died, if he'd have died that way, that, way, that would have been unforgivable. I think, I think in Rodgers at the time, though, we had a, we had a, uh, an ego as, uh, yeah. on the, as a match for Jose. So I think I suppose they also had the history of you know Rodgers prove himself. But I don't yeah. know. It just yeah. it did occur to me on Saturday yeah. that I thought, oh, I wish I just wish Liverpool had been as pragmatic there yeah. and said, you know what, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's interesting because happen. I think, I mean, it's a positive, it's a really positive thing you've said there, Andy, because I think Klopp's taking a lot of unnecessary stick for, for Saturday because people have been coming out. There's a lot of Reds, I was reading some of the some of the online stuff and coming out saying, um, you know, you didn't do anything to win the game, you didn't do anything to go out and win the game, you did anything to... So it's it's, it's sort of that, you know, devil, you know, you, you're down if you're doing damned if you don't. He changed mm-hmm. the front... Well, there's a lad behind me shouted, he's... He's just done like for like. He's changed three for three, and I'm like, well, yeah. well, what do you want him to bring three defenders on? He's done like for like because he's he's still maintaining well, the position. When I was growing up, about you, when I was growing up, and you brought on, you know, it used to be two subs and, and whatever, but or I think, uh, but but, so but, you know, but and, and, uh, and then Nets came along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but you you almost always like if, you, if it was no no whatever you you generally take off your striker who'd been getting nowhere yeah, for seventy yeah, minutes yeah. and bring on the fresh lad. Oh, it was it, all yeah. about bringing on someone yeah. who might a it might be his day, b be fresher, yeah. and c normally the other fellow would be you know run up against a brick wall for yeah. seventy minutes. She brought the fresh legs on and. and I didn't see any problem with him, but I mean, there was a certain amount of people confused that he'd take off Salah yeah. and take off Coutinho, Coutinho was the next Coutinho, one he went off. Yeah. And obviously because Coutinho was sort of buzzing around, thought yeah. that, uh, you know, he might, there was a couple of times where he thought... Well, there's always a chance with a free kick outside the box, you yeah. know, when you keep Coutinho on, but whether or not he was thinking because they'd just come back from international duty... Whether or not, I mean, him and I Firmino thought that had, had to be two a part days. Of it, but yeah. And he was being blocked every time he got the ball. He does that drop of the shoulder, and he yeah. sometimes he runs the whole length of the box trying well, to find that indicator. And as well, he brought on, he brought on Oxlade Chamberlain, played right side, and was putting crosses in. Yeah. And he brought on two centre forwards, didn't he? You know, un, un, not Firmino style centre forwards, two number nines. He brought yeah. on, he brought Solanke and, and Sturridge on. So, I think, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say his subs were, were negative. The only thing I'd say is, I think what was he, what. Was, and I think I wonder whether it's I'm, I'm, this. This could be a piece of content. This Andy, this could be a, this could be a live <laughs> ideas session. You know, you know, we'll forget it um, in half an hour. Klopp gets a lot of stick for for not making changes quickly enough. But Liverpool play all right in most games. So I think, and I heard Jamie Carragher say it on Sky on Saturday. He said, "When you're playing all right, you sort of don't want to change it. And there's there's no well, obvious candidates yeah, to go yeah, off yeah. all the time. So Liverpool are usually on top of games and playing well and Coutinho's looking dangerous and Firmino's in the game or Salah's in the game so you sort of you think well what, why, why, why change what, yeah, it yeah. Who, what, what do, and also it was a change? very contained match I mean I, I, I sat next uh, the guy sitting next to me mate Dave and I turned around midway in the second half and I said you know what I said it looks like it's going to be nil-nil but even if these do do the inevitable cheeky grab yeah. them on I was happy with the way Liverpool were playing and I thought I was looking at the United and they were quiet, the United fans, for most of it, because I sit down the road and I'm not too far away from them. And I was thinking to me, mate, I was saying to me, mate, there, there can't be one Manchester United fan, really, or there'd be very, very few who would come away from, who would be sitting there watching that. The way they were flying, yeah. the way they've come to, to Anfield on the top of 4 nils here, 4 nils there, flying. I can't believe there were many of them sitting there watching that, or standing there watching that, happy with the way they set out and the way they were, because... They were outplayed. It wasn't just about sitting parking a bus. They were outplayed. They had nothing. Lukaku was fuming. You could see he was how frustrated he was. He was left on his own. But there was, I think, a lot of it was down to momentum of Liverpool just taking control of the match. They're brilliant on the floor, Liverpool. When they when they pass the ball around, they can pass the kicks off you. And I think 
I think they did actually frighten. That's a real quote. That's <laughs> if, you, if we ever do T-shirts for this pod, I think that should be on one of the rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 off you. It should be short. I just, I just found I was, I was really happy. Uh, other than the goal, when you look back on it, that, w- that was, that was a, a penalty for me. The Firmino tackle inside the box there. Coutinho, Coutinho, it was a pen. They, we had 19 attempts. All right, he nearly nicked it with the Lukaku. It was a great save by Mignolet. But I just felt like. We played a good game, and I felt like United fans would have come away from that thinking that was a chance to really go. And yeah. Well, I also think they come away thinking they're a good side. They're a good side. And I think all the big teams too. Yeah. You know, City's the anomaly that, for circumstance and whatever, they end up in a thrashing. And we've seen already that a lot of teams can get a thrashing off Manchester City this season. And I'm pretty sure there's plenty more to come. But I do think all the, all the big teams when they play Liverpool, go, oh, yeah, good side there. You know. And then and that's why it's sort of. I imagine I can imagine Tottenham and Chelsea fans coming back from their own game of a weekend and going, oh, Liverpool drawn with Burnley. You know yeah. the way they played against yeah. us the other week yeah. and they've drawn with Burnley. You know yeah. I can imagine there's a, a a disbelief around the Premier League at some of the results Liverpool have had this season. They, I mean the way Klopp put it afterwards, and he, I don't know if he was he got his phraseology exactly right, Fitzy, but he, he came in and he said, look, there was for me there was what he said there was one team. Came, came in, came to our ground today. Who were capable of winning the league, Ooh. and and then and you were wondering where he was going with that, and um, you know which of the teams was he referring to, and but he was referring to United, and he, and he said, uh, and you know there was no difference between them and us. Some people took that as him saying essentially Liverpool can't yeah. win the title. No. I actually don't think that's what he was no. trying to say. He was basically yeah. saying there was a team there. The pundits were, were saying. I yeah. think he was probably taking the point of they've come here and everyone because everyone was creaming about them yeah. before that. They are genuine title contenders, yeah. and we were we were better than them. Was essentially for me what he was saying. And uh, you know, it wasn't as if they were from outer space, and and you know we couldn't get in the gates of the stadium. There was, you know, and it goes back to Neil's point about about the substitution service now. It's, you know, Klopp mostly gets it right to put a team on the pitch who are the better side on, yeah. on the on the on the pitch. I mean, Manchester City is the only game I can think of this season where. Um, you can argue about the, that first period of twenty minutes or whatever, and but you know, City, chances, yeah, yeah, City had taken the lead uh, before the ten men, and I think there's every chance they would have gone on to win the game. But it was a fairly even twenty minutes, and apart from that, Liverpool have been the better side Ooh. in every yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. And, um, that, and that really was, and I think I think anomaly sums it up. I mean, I, we mentioned this in the previous podcast. The City game, we lost a striker, so therefore formation-wise, we had no, there was no change. Yeah. All we'd done was nullified our attack, so it was still a four-four. It was still it was still the same because we'd only lost some up front, so there was no real reason for that capitulation. It was a bad day at the office. It, it was yeah. one of those games where you go, oh, all right, yeah. you, um, you have to brush down under the carpet but, that one. But on Saturday, but put, going back to Saturday, you talk about the United fans and why they didn't feel. The, the thing that will have really annoyed them is later in the afternoon when they watched City yeah, just produce this masterclass. Well, this is the point. This and is the point. They'll have gone, you know, because what. Mourinho's the arch pragmatist, isn't he? And the, there's an easy narrative that's developing in Manchester, isn't there, between Mourinho, who simply it happened to him at Chelsea. If you don't win, yeah, when you're Mourinho, yeah. you've got nothing, yeah. haven't you? Because there's nothing there in terms of yeah. And on and on the other, you know, elsewhere in the city, you've got I'm not quite sure of the geography of where Old Trafford is to the Old Etihad, Trafford's but more, uh, more, um, more western, isn't it? Yeah, I can't, it's not. As, Good as across the park, is it? No, you're, you're across the city, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Salford to Manchester. Yeah, you've got Pep, who yeah. is 
dream is, is a dreamer the opposite of a pragmatist he, he's the ultimate sort of romantic if you like about football and you know they produced this stunning display against Stoke of all teams mm. who are not the sort of team who are prone to um, you know evince uh, these wonderful displays as a team who you're playing and obviously this you know De Bruyne your masterclass wasn't it it was absolutely beautiful Incredible. and um so you have these two things, and that will have really wound up the United supporters who have watched their team come to Anfield and essentially say, you know, we'll take a nil-nil and, and hope we'll pin something. And it's two very different yeah. approaches, you yeah. know. Mourinho, you can't <coughs> argue with his record in terms of it's, it's, it's an effective way. And I've, I've got a lot of time for his desire to build from the back and spend yeah. his money in producing people who will stop the opposition scoring. And I think we could do with a little bit of that approach at times mm. um, but um, yeah I think I think I've never been I think Liverpool fans are generally split into those who absolutely can't bear the thought of well for a lot it's both but you can't bear the thought of losing to Everton and you can't bear oh. the thought of losing to United oh. for me not being a native of the city and coming from Northern Ireland where everyone was either Liverpool yeah, or Man U <coughs> You know, losing to United is the worst thing for me in anything, mm. and I get horrendously. You know, you get that sick <clears throat> feeling in your stomach whenever there's a late corner and all those sorts of things. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And that has never left me. No. Even though I sit here white-haired and you know heading towards dotage. <laughs> but uh, he's probably about. But, he's about to find out. Yeah, he's ten years younger than me. <laughs> but I've never, years. I've never. I've never been. I don't think I've ever been as relaxed in the last fifteen minutes yeah. against United. There was you didn't yeah. feel there was anything yeah. common for it, and that's why I say as a United fan that mustn't have been easy to take. But yeah. they they want they want their team ultimately to look impressive. But don't you don't you think I I think not that I know Mourinho, not that I've I've read read about him and heard him speak and read the the sort of eulogies and the the criticisms of him. But I think his thought would be okay. Man City go to Anfield and play well. I thought you were going to do an impression then, did you? <laughs> you sort of pulled the face I off. Sorry. Man City go to Anfield and play well and get beat 3-2. City oh. could easily go to Anfield, play really great yeah. attack and football, get beat 3-2. We go there and win, they draw 0-0. We might win 1-0. And we're three points up on them. That They've got a fixture to come away from home that they've got to negotiate at some point. So I, I think you can only judge United's um, approach at the end of the season, yeah. when when yeah, when they, if they win the league, they'll look back and go, "That was a good point at Anfield, wasn't it?" See yeah, that, you know, so that I, got, I, kept, so, that, I kept on momentum, and that comes but, back to the pragmatic thing. Yeah, isn't but, it? but did you see the Sky start about the last nine or ten away games? Is it against the big six? Mourinho's oh, had, yeah. and he, he hasn't won one of them. He scored one goal in his last nine. I think it was a Tottenham, and it was a dead rubber. Uh, well, it was a dead rubber game, and and they were be, yeah. well beaten anyway. But it seems to me that he trusts. He's his got defensive the players more than he trusts his attacking yeah. players, doesn't he? Yeah. Because and my feeling is if he if he'd come and been attacking, I think that's exactly what we would have wanted. So yeah, yeah. you know, I, I if you flip the whole Klopp scenario of doing what he wanted, list, you know, he did what Liverpool would have wanted him to do least probably, and I think therefore you get stalemate yeah. and you get a draw. Well, for me, they didn't look good enough to counter. That this was my point was they didn't at any stage in that match for me. Look like they. It felt to me like they'd gone with a game plan, but the game had been taken off them. I felt like we controlled. Winaldo was outstanding, 
but we controlled that that game so much that when it got to the point where they could have broke, they'd lost their momentum. Well, Gomez as well, kept Martial absolutely brilliant. And, 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 and then Rashford. To be fair, you could go through the team. It was a good yeah, solid performance. Was. Interesting yeah. afterwards, some of the comments. I mean, I made a comment about Mourinho and, and got lambasted on. Lots of lovely Man United fans coming onto my Twitter feed and giving me all kinds. For, of, former Peep Show fans now, are they? All kinds of stuff like that. You can imagine the sticker gun. Um, but it was interesting. I mean, what really riled me was, was I was listening to Five Live coming home. Um, and and he, it was just that stupid quote where he said, you know, it wasn't my fault, it was his fault. He, he didn't yeah. make the subs I wanted. That went, only <laughs> Mourinho could blame the other manager. For, yeah. for, for, so I reacted to that and then got. But uh, what, what was interesting, what Mourinho said, was he said, um, he said, well, I couldn't do nothing about it because I had nothing on the bench. It was incredible. Yeah. Like, you had nothing on it. And, and interestingly, a couple of days later, there was a whole kind of, I think it was a BBC thing about, and it was one matter, what was on Sky, yeah. saying, you know, when we go there and we win, we will show everyone our credentials. One matter was yeah. on the bench, never even featured, yeah. was never even good. So how, how that was a bruised as you go, I don't yeah. know. because A man who's caused us damage before. Yeah, he's caused us damage before. Yeah. Was, that's what I'm saying. It was a really interesting... You must have, you must have been excited getting to the ground, not excited, but happy getting to the ground, hearing the team and Rashford's not playing. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Incredible, and this is it, and that's when you. Well, to be fair, that's the first time you know the, yeah. you can hear the be- the steady beep beep of, 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 of the double jack in the reverse. But, yeah, the flags being yeah, yeah. Yeah. Off because, the because, at that stage, because isn't he, it? you know he punishes people, and then I mean to say we had nothing on the bench is basically him saying I didn't have Fellaini to hoof the ball up to. Yeah. He didn't have his plan B. He's his official plan B. Yeah. So basically, he was saying I had nothing. I had nothing to well, get. Incredible, three hundred million pounds worth of I haven't got anything yeah. on the bench. What do you think about the idea that Liverpool? What it says about Liverpool's mentality sometimes is that Liverpool, I think certain players, and Lovren, Wijnaldum, Henderson, Mignolet, I think they save their best, more concentrated, disciplined performances for the bigger games. Mm. And I think all four of them were outstanding on, at the weekend and, and often are, I think, when a big team comes That's the frustration field. though, isn't it? Because I think, you're, I think, I think you, you could probably find evidence to back that up because... You look at the Shelby ball that split right through the two yeah. of them for Newcastle. I mean, that was that was you know there are, there are sixteen year old kids who would have been lambasted for just for concentration. That, that it's is concentration it. and, yeah. and that's complacency that's, maybe yeah, or, yeah. or sort of feeling that ah this will be this will be all right today. I mean, even because of the possess, possession yeah. stats, isn't it? Yeah, I mean obviously they all played well, but even against Maribor, there's a couple of moments where for me Lovren were like just odd clearances, really odd, just, and then just smashing it out of touch, smash, yeah, ten exactly. feet above yeah. the players' head. That was him going back to. Yeah. He didn't need to. He didn't need to be anything against Maribor. You know, let's face it. But I think you spot on. The, I mean, I think he looks at Lukaku and thinks everybody thinks he's really good, and I find it dead easy to play. I, against I, I, I think if you said to Dejan Lovren, yeah, how'd you find playing against Lukaku? I think he'd go fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. Fine. I, I think absolutely. he. I think he looks forward to it yeah. because. I think he knows that Lukaku does something special well. He's a top striker and people assume that he will. But actually, I find it all right playing against him. Yeah, I know yeah. he's had scored goals against yeah. Liverpool, Lukaku. But, um, you know, in recent times, Lovren has had him in his back pocket. Yeah. Now, yeah. whatever was, you know, regardless of what was ever, whatever was going on on the ground with, with Lukaku's foot or studs or whatever, I mean, personally, I know that I lots of people were splitting us. I didn't think there was anything in it and I was... I, I felt embarrassed that Dejan was rolling was around on the floor, to be honest. I mean, there's nothing as bad as that well, for me. But. Well, but, you say that, but if you got to, if Lukaku got sent off because of that, you go, you know what, I've seen players do that to Liverpool, and, and, and you go, it's not nice, but there you go, United are down to 10 men, right, let's see what you've got now, Mourinho. You know, it, it, it's... it's it's the dark art and it's gamesmanship and it's yeah. it's the other side of diving and what have you and, 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 yeah, and some of the stuff. But 
But if that you know if that's what it takes to get an edge in the game, you might you might actually say if, if Liverpool won th- got three points because United had a man sent off in the first half of the game, you might say you know. Well, it's actually wasn't United games in the past, doesn't it? It just kills the whole game. I mean, it looks I've seen it in slow motion. It looks like he doesn't even know he's doing it, but then you never know. They're very clever at doing that. He didn't apologise or make any gestures to say I'm sorry, but it doesn't you know it's 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 neither here nor there, is it? One thing that was interesting coming out of that match, I think, because I think you know Liverpool fans were very frustrated because we want to do them and, and. and we felt at the chance we had 19 attempts on goal, didn't we? And the one thing that came out of it is is what is what's been is been sort of saying you know in hushed tones, but now getting louder and louder is where's our striker? Yeah. And then comes Maribor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so so it, it, it from the United game to the Maribor game, which is two or three days later. I mean, they went straight away more or less. Didn't need to get ready, so they probably went out Monday, did they? Sunday or Monday, whatever. Monday, after Monday, 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 yeah. Monday. With it, so so there's a team that flies out. Um, with no recognised strike, and I think with a, I think most fans agree to that. All right, you've got Firmino, but for me, I, I think when he sets up Firmino, Coutinho, and Salah, you've got three essentially midfield players. They're not they're not strikers, and I'm very much one talking about pragmatic. I'm very much the kind of person who thinks a striker knows how to be a striker. Midfield players know how to be midfield players, but there is a difference. There is a difference in in, in the way you think. Uh, we've got Sturridge, but Sturridge is, 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 for me, is a bit of a shadow of the Sturridge used to be. So effectively, I don't think... And I think this has been echoed in our results recently because we haven't had that clinical finish yet. Mane, you can argue, yeah, but he finds himself drifting out left or right sometimes as well. Yeah, well, I mean, John Aldridge in his echo column a couple a few weeks ago suggested play Mane down, down the middle. Yeah, Mane down the middle. Salah last night as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly, and you, know, you can see the argument for that. Um I was on the analysis on the United game on on, on Saturday for ten. One of the one of the pieces I did in it was about the fact that when you have Firmino in the middle, uh, and I actually asked the manager about it afterwards uh, in terms of what was noticeable for me. If you if you if you had the sort of the overhead camera and took a lot of pictures, a lot of times Firmino's not in the box. A lot of his good work. We all prefer him centrally. I think that's established now. Yeah. He's better there. But someone on the end of his he's, work. He's he's better than drifting towards his players and linking up and that's often outside the box it's often drifting into into uh, you know towards wider areas yeah. without being wide and when he he does that there's an absolute necessity on other players filling that space yeah. and that's what he's doing he's trying to create space in there for others to go in and exploit it and I was saying to the manager you know we saw Emre Chan uh, Firmino drifted off to the back post Chan went in and the Gomez ball almost yeah, got him in yeah. uh, we had uh, we had Joe Gomez in the first half getting forward and Firmino almost playing him in um, Wijnaldum a couple of times uh, particularly in the first half trying to yeah. get in there and, those, and it does place an absolute premium on players to, to get in the, into the box supporting him and filling that space that he creates um, and it, there were times on Saturday when they're simply Liverpool didn't have any people in the in the box, yeah. you know, because yeah. Firmino comes out, and if you're David de Gea, you just sat there relatively calm, thinking yeah. they're going to have to either have to score a worldie from 25 yards here, and I don't let in many of those, yeah. you know, we, you know, to be fair, to be fair, he doesn't, you know, 25 centimeters. Yeah. Yeah. We, if we could only just <laughs> find a way to get to that near post where we know he's dodgy, but you know, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Which is what um, Coutinho almost did before Salah went. I love that, <laughs> and none, and none of that. None of that is changed by what yeah. went on in Maribor because Maribor simply weren't a strong enough defensive outfit no. to be able to test it. It's when it's when you've got a really solid, uh, well-organised backline like United, do you have some... 
And so the difficulty for Klopp is that Firmino does so much work in terms of linking his play and helping and giving yeah, that dominance. Doing other things, yeah, yeah. Um, but what's he up to goals-wise now for the season? Firmino? Yeah, Firmino. Six, I think. He's a six, yeah. So uh, I think that's, um, you know, but, you know, the big the big strikers in the league are up to, what, yeah. 13, 14 yeah. now? And, and some are right there. So it does. And, you know, when I spoke to Klopp about it afterwards, he was saying, look, look, I was saying, do you need to tell the other players to, you know, be up there in support, especially with Sadio, or, you know, especially to pick up that slack. And he was saying, I don't need to tell them. They know their, their job and, yeah. and what the spaces they need to fill. Um, and he said, in terms of sharing the goals around and not having that lead strike, he said, look, I'm quite happy if someone wants to score 35. But you know, it, it's not it's not any part of the grand design. But mm. the way we play and the and, and you know the, the the spaces we 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 try to fill, I think it you know I think even he knows it's a sort of it, it, a byproduct of that is that the goals tend to be shared around. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you say that obviously you have to caveat any conclusion you draw from the Maribor game with with the, the fact that it was Maribor and the yeah. way the way Maribor played. Well, two nice centre forward type goals weren't they from Firmino, and he could have had a could have had a hat trick of of them. You know, two two open goal tappings, and a and a near post there, a, a real good header. I thought actually for the for the uh, lovely lovely glance. Those, yeah. are the, those are the best goals. I mean, yeah. I think everyone yeah. who listens to the our blood red pub, my favourite goal of last season was Klein hammering the ball across uh, in Arsenal in the first yeah. in the first game, and Coutinho yeah. making a yeah. run and knocking one in sort of on the volley yeah. from yeah. about four yards out because. I mean that, that to me was a, a sort of goal that we don't score enough. Well, they, 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 they do. goals out. Yeah, yeah that's that's all the Arsenal, the great Arsenal sides under Wenger used to yeah. get someone into their Perez cut back and yeah. someone taps it in. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know we we those so those type of goals we scored in Maribor, as you say, Jonesy, those that we need more of those. I think it was um, one thing I noticed last night. And I'm going to sound a little bit Christian Walsh on this, so forgive me. I'm not going to say they're going to win five 0 but I think all seven goals had an assist to them last night. And you don't often get that, you know, a direct assist. They were all from a pass, and yeah. I think it says a lot about how easy Liverpool found it. In, in, it was Maribor. extraordinary. It's one, of, it's it's one of the few occasions I can remember um, where where you sit down to watch your match, and 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 uh, and then the first ten minutes, I think you said earlier on, and you think, oh, this is going to be. Yeah. I can't. These aren't going to change. They're not going to suddenly start switching on. Yeah. The first goal was, was 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 typical of the match. Really, Salah chased. Yeah. His work rate is extraordinary, and he what? just chased. He panicked the defender, beat him to it. I um, mean, he got a bit of luck, I suppose, when the chance coming to come in off his left. But but the rest of it, you know, you, you it was it was exactly what we needed at the right time. Just. And he, know, used right he used his right foot. He used his right foot. And he even beat the keeper by bending around him just enough to beat the keeper a little bit later on. It was a great performance, well needed. Do you think? Do you, but do you think? I'll ask Neil first. Is do you think that a striker is still? Um, yeah. What we need. I think long term. Yeah. I think. I think. Essentially, you're gonna say you've got to say now that Daniel Sturridge needs to be replaced, either either at the end of this season or, or you know longer term. You need to get a Daniel Sturridge into the team, into the squad certainly, and into the team probably. Um, it's funny because before, before sorry, you sorry, I'll, I'll get you back into it now. But it's weird with Sturridge because I've always thought I don't want to lose Sturridge because I wouldn't want to see him playing for another team. Yeah. Now I look and I think I don't think he could do damage in, yeah. in many teams. Sorry, not back not to over him. a full season, probably not. No. And listen, this isn't to get at Daniel Sturridge. You know, I think great assist on last night. In fact, yeah, uh, lovely, yeah, lovely really setup nice. for Oxley Chamberlain and nice to see. But um, I think the, you can't you can't have another Firmino 
as the backup because I don't think you can find that player and I don't think you can keep him happy in the squad. So I think you need a different option. Now, Dom Solanke looks a, a, a very fine, talented centre-forward, but I think what Liverpool need is another option to play in games and to win games. For, for instance, them. if I was to chuck a Bamiang at you, yeah, well, he goes straight into the team, doesn't yeah. he? Aubameyang, albeit you know, <laughs> what age-wise, late well, twenties. This, now, is, isn't he, I think. this is the problem with I think Liverpool's yeah. structure when yeah. it comes to transfers, isn't it? Dimitri? Well, I mean, he was available in the summer of Bamiyang, wasn't it? Yeah, and, was. and and money was the only reason that. I mean, Liverpool have moved away from the whole we buy him young, develop him, and create them give them to Juventus as players but um, but there is still a little bit of of, there is a little bit of financial um, sort of practicality at the the club in terms of do you remember the way United just went and got Van Nistelrooy for a year didn't they Van Persie Persie for a year sorry talking about uh, Van der Vesenoy for several years unfortunately <laughs> yes. uh, but Van Persen just went and got him for a year yeah. and won the title yeah. first last year was it or yeah. The, yeah and he just went and they spent an awful lot of money yeah. and that was, the, that was the year Liverpool aren't in that position and when Aubameyang was mentioned and took to people at Liverpool in the summer basically the vibe was the money to make that deal happen just isn't it doesn't add up for us in terms of his age so there is still a vibe that they want to get players they feel are have more of a you know a, a period of um, cheaper. <laughs> well, a more of an upside, either cheaper or or a bigger upside to come. And the feeling I, I remember being shocked about six months ago when I checked Obama Young's age and being really surprised. I think he was twenty seven at the Ooh. time, and I, to me he was, he was someone who sort of you know last couple of years he really burst well, onto scene. I yeah. expected to find he him actually, about 23. Yeah, yeah. He played against Liverpool for um, for Lille in 2010 when Liverpool were in the Europa League under Benitez. I went, when I was, he was on the bench. He was a, he was a winger. Uh, I always I always remember because the, the the stadium announcer at Lille did that thing where he they say his first name and then the crowd yell back yeah, his second yeah, name. And I just yeah. remember it being really funny when they, they went out there and Pierre Emmerich and I was like, oh, Bama Yang. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, who's that? Who's that? To win an anthem scrabble, so, isn't Yeah, so he played. He played but he's then. played on the club, didn't he, though? Yeah, he did. And uh, he, he was signed as a, a big signer, I think, after Lewandowski um, went to Bayern and didn't have a, an amazing season. He wasn't the player he was there. And I think there was a sort of suggestion that him and Klopp didn't always have the, the best relationship. But, I mean, I think he scored 31 goals in the Bundesliga last year, and every one of them was inside the penalty area, which which is what he which goes, is what we're talking it's what about. Rushed it for most of his career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the thing, though, isn't it? Because because the problem you've got then, if you, if that's if that's your criteria for finding a striker, is it a striker? I mean, defenders are 70 million quid and going upwards now. A, a striker who everyone is 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 looking at and going. This guy's going to be tasty. He's going to cost you the fortune. You're not going to get him cheap, are you? No, no, not. no, you're not. And yeah, the, the biggest, the most expensive commodity in football is goals, and you, sometimes you just got to pay for them. And you know, you look at that's why there's starting to be rumours around Harry Kane now, isn't it? Because yeah. you start banging in, keep banging in the goals, um, people start talking about you. So you had Zidane talking about him the other day, and what looked like a blatant case of tapping up to me, but <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but and but. There are strikers out there, you know, and Liverpool are obviously looking around the world. And you know, I sometimes wonder whether we we could maybe look at formation change as well. And um, you know, in terms of trying to 
sort of mitigate against Firmino not being a natural striker. What about, what about, you think of great Liverpool strike forces, they went two number nines, whether it was Beardsley behind John Aldridge, say, as, yeah. as I'm pretty sure Firmino could be a Beardsley. Well, this is my point with Firmino. And Dalglish. Surely yeah. you want Firmino's skill, he's, and he's a great player, and his work rate and his skill and his touch and his vision. For me, I, I looked at some times and, you, and you're drooling over it, but then thinking someone should be on the end of it, someone who's clinical. Yeah. I think he wants, I mean, if you look at, say, say a 4-2-3-1, and Firmino's the, the middle of the three mm. behind the one, mm. and I can see him, that would be his absolutely ideal spot Just, for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he's then, he'll score goals from there. He'll probably score more goals because attention's been taken by yeah, whoever the Players being one. taken. And, yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes I think Klopp is a little rigid in 4-3-3 and I think in terms of his current personnel, there are times obviously when you can just go, oh, yeah, fitness alone, Mane, Salah and Firmino, uh, Stroke Coutinho or whatever. And, and yeah, of course, you'd want to get all three of them on the pitch. But I, I think a 4-2-3-1 can be an option. The question then is your one, isn't it? You know, At the minute, who would you play as your one? So you've only got really... Sturridge, yeah, who yeah. Mane, Mane, or, or I mean, and it's probably too early for him. Solanke, yeah, who, who, yeah. and he can also play in the drop-off role. That's what he does for. Yeah, the, he does the come on last night, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So um, the question then is, can you get someone who would sort of fill that role more? Who could be the middle of the three if you're going four three three, or that one in front of the three if you're going 4 2 3 one because I think defensively 4 2 3 one might help us mm. in terms of having two genuine sitters, sitters yeah. do you know what I mean? Mm. You saw that with Matic and Herrera on the weekend um, and of course it's maybe odd that we're talking about this after Liverpool batter someone 7-0 and what Firmino got two, Salah got, got two mm. uh, and Firmino was obviously the tip of a football boot away from a hat-trick last night, wasn't it? Yeah, and was, and yeah. so are, are we not seeing the wood for the trees in terms of, hang on, he's just banged in two, almost three. But I, I think th- you've got to take the season in, yeah, in the I round. Think, I think you? that's the thing, Andy, is, is that, and you said it before as well, it, 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 you have to caveat it with it was Maribor. And, 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 and although they've had, it's that interesting, weird enigma that football is, where they, they drew with Moscow. Um and they looked, you know, Seville not three against them. Well, let's 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 not ignore the elephants in the room as well. Spartak Moscow scored five against, against Seville last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. It's a weird. It was a weird <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had Full play- moon. Yeah. Yeah. They had players back, uh, didn't they? I mean, they had Promise, Promise scored. Promise played, yeah. The captain, whose name escapes me, scored. Who didn't play against yeah, Gushy, the Good man, Jonesy. That's why. That's why you're in the big box. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so they had players back, and they they did look quite good in terms yeah. of the highlights I saw later on. Um, and that's a very for me that's a very dangerous result for Liverpool um, now a lot of people would have been dead happy in the sense that um, that puts Liverpool top of the top of the group yeah uh, and obviously Maribor to come which you have to you have to imagine I think they've already rung in Maribor they, yeah, they can't yeah, make yeah, it yeah, yeah. can't so, make yeah, it in a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, yeah. so I mean and of course Spartak will have to play Sevilla and they're going to Somebody's going to drop points, aren't yeah, they? Or yeah. both. You've got to hope that when we get but to them two games, then we've. We, but what it does, yeah. Them. But what it does is keep all three teams in yeah. qualification. Now, if Sevilla go and beat Spartak easily last night, yeah. and then obviously have Spartak come into Sevilla, and you'd think then, well, they'll beat them there as well. 
Um, that that essentially, once Liverpool beat Maribor, puts Liverpool through because Spartak have, are gone. Yeah. Um, the problem now is those three points for Spartak keep them very much um, in the hunt, and obviously I think. I think Spartak at home is our la- is it certainly our last yeah. home game, isn't it? I think it's the last game in the yeah, group, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah. December. And so what ha- last night's results to me probably make it look like Liverpool's entire qualification champions will go to the last game against potentially against Spartak. Not yeah. sure, yeah. but it could. You can imagine. I can imagine a scenario where Sevilla now beats Spartak in Spain, despite that result last night. Because Sevilla just tend to win their home games, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then they'll, yeah, exactly. So it's it's it, it it was good in many ways in the thought that if we want Liverpool to win this group and potentially get a slightly easier last sixteen opponent, ideal last mm-hmm. night, absolutely spot on. And the way it'll play out could be could have been a brilliant night for us, but it does leave open the possibility of of potentially not qualifying. Um, and that's really weird. I think Liverpool will qualify and will win the group I should say that I'm sure everyone most people yeah. listen to this will now think they're going to beat Maribor um, and they're probably thinking we dominated Spartak in Moscow so we'll go and beat them at Anfield yeah. I think they may be a different side at Anfield like, yeah. and a better side but ultimately we'd all have taken it and maybe we've been a bit well, yeah, but, but I think it was a record-breaking away win. Yeah, in Europe, yeah. Was no, incredible. absolutely. Let's take it for what it was. It was a great result, and also as well, uh, uh, how many times you see Liverpool dominating like that and then come away with a two-nil, and you think, God, I wish we'd have put the foot yeah, on the neck I, a little I, bit, I, and they did. I, I, uh, I don't, I don't mention this very often, but I, I play Saturday League or involved management Saturday League, and I. The, one of the things that annoys me more than anything else is when you get a big lead in the first half and, yeah. you, and then you score one in the second. I, it drives me mad. The most angry I've ever been was after a 6-1 win that my, my team had a few years back. We were 6-0 up at half-time and they had a man sent off. And I said, I want records. I said, I, yeah, listen, I want yeah, records. Yeah. I want this to be like somewhere. It's in the paper because we won 12, 15, I want a 20. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, and I, I think, I hate that, that there's that automatic sort of dip in... in um, well, in well, performance I, in I mean, the second half, and there I, wasn't last night. I said to you under Benitez, that'd have been two 0 If it'd have yeah. been two 0 up at half time, that'd have been two 0 <laughs> yeah. because he had that ability to just show. I remember we did it against Blackburn, we were three 0 up at half time, and that's how it finished. Yeah. I think it might have been three one in the end, but that's how it finished. Yeah. And you sit in the second half, freezing, going, he's just told him to stop playing. Yeah, you could see he did, it. He didn't last but night, it was good to see that. It yeah. was good to see that attacking. Well, Salah said afterwards that the manager wanted more goals at half time. Yeah. He was telling them he wanted. I think he's probably. Thinking that there could be a goal difference element to the group. Possibly, well, uh, possibly. I mean, it, not quite. Well, and, and, and good enough because five one wasn't I, wasn't shabby. I either. also think I don't know how big an impact it has. Uh, you can't measure it, obviously, but the, the idea of the confidence. I just think you're so much. You, you're bouncing today. Exactly. Right? They're bouncing today. We've battered them seven. Our names up on the board. Yeah. There, you know, record joint uh, best Champions League away win, biggest by an English club in in the I mean, European. I can't do that. I'll tell you what. I think it did do. I think it. Got the last remnants of yeah. City five Liverpool yeah. Yeah, out of the system because yeah. I think there was a massive hangover from that yeah. in terms of psychology yeah. and to have everyone you know it was interesting that Klopp had instantly been told about the the record but uh, after the game last night and he was fully aware of it and talking about it and saying you know that's what you know that's nice to create our own and it's his it's Klopp's it's not part yeah. of the one two five it's yeah, not part yeah. of the exactly I think it's something that he can I, I, I think they'll they'll build from that Sunday's then important isn't it when you go to Spurs and try and 
at least get a good result to, on the back of it, so you're not instantly sort of brought down to earth with a with a bump. Yeah, I mean, well, let's talk about that. Would that be the ideal game to be going to after a result like that? Or would, would the way Liverpool play against the top clubs? No, no, because they're a good side, and you'd I th- you'd want to you'd I'd prefer Liverpool to be going to a, a, a lesser side. No, albeit they've struggled, but I fancy Liverpool. I I I would have fancied them probably regardless because I think Spurs are. They'll let you play, won't they? They'll let you They'll play. Let you play. They'll the go thing, and meet your head on. And yeah. I think Liverpool and Spurs games have been some of the best to watch over the last couple of seasons. I, I remember one at Anfield when Kane scored. I think Coutinho scored. Um, 3-2, was it? 1-1 uh, it was. Oh, that, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was just a brilliant they were very, non-stop yeah. game of football. And they were poor at Anfield last year. They uh, were, but Liverpool, Liverpool playing poorly at the time, weren't yeah, they? And yeah. Mane scored two, did he, in the first half quite yeah. early on? And and they, they ran over Spurs the game last season at White Hart Lane. That was the for was me. That was the, good. I think that was the highest quality game yeah. Liverpool were involved yeah. in last season. The away game at, at Spurs. That's the late Rose equaliser, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. And it, it was. I thought it was. It was very early in the season, wasn't yeah, it? August it was. Yeah, before it the was, end of August. Yeah, you know, one of the first games, and it was a. I think maybe the first away game. Can't quite remember, but the um, no, because we yeah, had Arsenal on the Falkland day, didn't it? The first, first three were away because he played three. Burnley as well, didn't he? Of course he and um, that that game was high high quality, wasn't it? Very and um, and I remember Klopp at the time thinking just afterwards we probably deserved, think we should have won that game. And then I think he watched it back in the next yeah. presser when he came just before the next. Time. I watched the game back, you know. I, they, they I think the draw was a fair. They result, had the offside yeah. goal and they would look. Yes. Yeah. Lallana, Firmino, sort of um, very close offside. Yeah, and and we watched it and thought, you know what, that was just. Two good teams, and we played, and draw was a fair result. And I think the whole Wembley scenario—I just I'm not quite sure how that plays out. But obviously, obviously they won on the weekend, Spurs, but it hasn't been a very happy hunting ground for them so far. Presumably, if you know, I haven't had any ruler out, but Wembley's traditionally a big pitch yeah. and ground to cover. Um, I think that suits Liverpool, doesn't it? Yeah, though Jones has just been doing some number crunching and. I think uh, I do all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Spurs and Liverpool ran. Uh, I think pretty much as much as anyone in Europe last night, didn't they? Yeah, both, but exactly the same distance they covered. Spurs yeah. drew, and obviously in the Bernabeu. There's a great, great result. For and, Spurs. and ran eight kilometres more than Real Madrid on the night. And Liverpool actually ran less than Maribor last night, but they both covered 111.1 kilometres. And the three um, players who ran more than anyone will all be playing Sunday, so it'll be uh, Milner. Ericsson and Harry Winks. Yeah. Do you and your missus spend a lot of time in separate rooms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what missus? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, don't come in. I'm number crunching. <laughs> so, well, we, you know, John, you were suggesting they'll all play Sunday. So. Yeah. Sorry. Mil- yeah, yeah. Mil- uh, Milner, very much in, in your. Well, let's in, talk in, just briefly team. about Milner's yeah. performance last night. It was outstanding, wasn't it? And 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 there, you know the. There has been a frustration. I think there's always been frustrations with with Jordan Henderson. I think to the point where sometimes I feel sorry for the lad because he, he you know, he he can he, he he serves a role and he does it he does it when he's asked to do and he does it well as part of that three. He sort of does it well, but there's a lot of backward sideways going on. I think Milner's just he's more of a complete player. Isn't he? I mean, Milner was getting down the line last night and whipping yeah. crosses in. Yeah. I the, I'd near the corner flag and it's you know he's just more of an engine. Isn't he? What's your views on because? Um, it was only until recently, and you might might know this, but I think it was Klopp who mentioned that, or someone mentioned that Henderson suffers from a 
He's got a foot problem. Yeah, he's had it for a, lot, a while, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I can't think of the medical term. Plant Plant Thank yeah. you very much, there you go. Uh, I thought it was a shampoo from Germany. <laughs> um, so so there, could be, there could be a suggestion that every now and again he has to be rested for that to improve. Yeah, I, I think when Klopp didn't put Henderson on the team sheet last on, on Tuesday night, I think it was with the virtual certainty in his mind that he was going straight on the team sheet for Sunday. Yeah. Now I think Milner's given them a problem because, um, I mean, I was really glad to see Milner in the team. Um, I wrote a piece last weekend called, headlined beautifully, It's Milner Time. And, uh, but it, it was, Neil's almost <laughs> spitting his... Uh, Me out. His, 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 yeah. but, uh, <laughs> uh, and that was a call to get Milner in the team. Now, I, I wanted to see him at left-back and Piercy, for one, was uh, very against um, that shot um, because you know he sees the, that Moreno who again did well last night has, has had a decent start to the season which I think as well yeah, it's but um, what I wanted was to try and get some solidity into the back I've seen two clean sheets in a row now by the way which we shouldn't yeah. be sure that um, weren't we the only side in Europe to keep a clean sheet last night I think we that's were a, that's a hell of a, did, did hell of a get one back them to do yeah Napoli got one back, back yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah. the only side in, in Europe to keep a clean sheet uh, last night Wait for your both teams to score coupons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I saw potentially left back for all that Moreno had done okay. That Milner well, just want to get Milner into the side. I couldn't quite see how he was getting into midfield. Yeah. Uh, got him into midfield. Most people seeing the team sheet would have imagined Milner holding. I think with Chan and Wijnaldum yeah. either side, and what they got was Chan holding and Milner. Um, Veering towards the right, he dropped back a bit when the subs yeah. happened, and they, they went a bit more sort of two hold. But he, he was um, he was on the right. He was with his correct foot, mm-hmm. um, putting in crosses, and we saw what damage he coming. Obviously, put one on a plate for Coutinho, and he had another one where I think Firmino just flicked it just past the post yeah, with another yeah, Milner yeah, ball, and uh, and then he had that little run where I think people were comparing him to Iniesta because he yeah. did the inside out thing and uh, um, and bluffed the the defender. I mean. The left back for the left back and the left side is centre back, uh, uh, and this is why I brought me team yeah, Fitzy. Yeah. I mean, Marco Schuler um, had one of the worst centre half games I've ever yeah, seen. But he was responsible for the first goal. Salah just took bare him off, and he just <laughs> couldn't keep up the pace. And, uh, and that left back, Mitya Villa. Uh, I mean, they they had real nights to forget. But Milner was causing them massive problems yeah. along with Salah yeah. down that side. Um, the question is, will he be as effective, Milner, on? The big pitch at Wembley, we know he can cover ground, but it's how quick you cover that ground is the other thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's not not as fast as he was, but he's got very good football and brain, and that might not be the issue. So would you be tempted, if you're considering that Henderson's definitely on the team sheet because yeah. he's the captain and he's not injured as far as we know, and it would be a big one to leave him out? Some people would just say... Look, Henderson didn't same play. Again. Tough luck, same yeah. again. Yeah. Off you go. I don't think Klopp does. That's my issue. No. I don't think Klopp. Klopp has proved. Klopp's proved with the with the, with the um, you know the mystery that is Andy Robertson who comes in, plays, and then just gets yeah. completely disregarded again. Also, you've got to remember as well. Tottenham, Tottenham, Maribor's in Tottenham is a massive step. Yeah. Tottenham play three at the back as well, so there's a different different system to, to take yeah. on. You could argue that that might play into Liverpool's hands with Salah. Um, you know. A higher, a higher fullback line for, for Tottenham, but I think, I think Henderson will play. Do I think he should play? I think just about. I thought he was good against United personally. 
And I think he's another one who saves it for the big games. But I'd, I would like to see Milner in the team more. And whether it's Sunday or beyond, I'd like to see more of Milner because I think what he's got is he's got nous about it. And he, I think he, I think, I think we're talking about Liverpool stepping on on Maribor's throats last night and, and going, you know what, we no no matter how bad you are, we're going to punish it. And I think Milner's someone who is more inclined to to allow the team to do that because I think he's got big game mentality and experience throughout his his career. And I think. I think I think Andy's right. I think he's given Klopp a decision to make. I I wonder whether it might be um, the anonymous away performance genie who, who drops out um, on the weekend, and we see Henderson in there, Chan a bit further forward, and and Milner as the uh, as I, shuttler. I suppose it's good to have the backup. What just briefly on Moreno, the enigma that is Moreno. I mean, I noticed every time I watch Moreno play, what what aches me more than anything, and it's got to be down to the manager, as far as I'm concerned. He's twenty yards out of position all the time. And, and then you start looking, there was, there was a moment against United where uh, a ball got put over the top towards, I don't know whether it was, um, I don't know whether it was uh, Lukaku or whether it was uh, who came on, um, Lingard, but Lovren had to run right across from, from, from where the central position was because Moreno was still up he and didn't, didn't, he made slid no, in and he sort of slid, slid in, in and right through yeah. it was a great chance but yeah. I noticed, I was thinking, that's, that's, a concern because that's why you've got these two centre backs terrified because yeah. they're effectively and, and Moreno was just jogging back and I'm thinking I can see that I saw it against Seville at home he was as soon as the ball gets kicked off he's up he's gone there, and there's no cover there was a couple of times early where um, Ashley Young was doing little triangles down the main stand side and, and um, actually that was that was one of United's best ways of trying to get in a couple of times um he was unlucky with a couple of decisions young he was getting a bit frustrated but um and they were working basically to get in behind to get over moreno, the top and, get moreno over the top. And, and it was working for them um and it's it's difficult to know what to say because we we you you say he's 20 yards out of position i think he's exactly where clock wants yeah. him to, to be, be. That's the uh, point which though, is isn't it? which is yeah. you know because he you know he put he bombs those full backs on and that's obviously intended to have a significant impact at the other end of the, the field. And he, 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 he was good going forward against United. I thought. Yeah, I thought he, so. There was. Yeah, couple, there's there definitely was a, been an up change in his. In, in his. Got an his, assist last night, didn't he? Yeah, he got all, an assist. He could. Yeah, the, 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 the favourite bit was the volley. volley you? Because I could see, you could see it happening, and you could see after it had happened, Moreno was almost telling himself. We've talked about this, Alberto. You don't do that anymore. You don't hit them stupid volleys into the stand. What you should do is get it down and give it to Coutinho. And you can see that he he let himself forget who, he, who he's become a little bit. <laughs> the look the on Klopp's second. face when yeah. he did it suggested they'd had that conversation. Yeah, because yeah. was I right in assuming? Oh, was I seeing things? But did I see Andy Robertson warming up with them? Did he? Sample? Yeah, he was. He was, he was in the squad. He was in the squad. He was warming up on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. He was. There's probably an entire. Pod Fitzy in terms of what the hell is happening with Andy I'm Robertson. Sure um, if this was two years ago, or bit bit beyond two years, and it was Brendan Rodgers who'd signed Robertson, and I say signed Ooh. doing the inverted Ooh. commas, we'd all be sat here going, committee signing committee that. Signed. Rodgers don't fancy Ooh. him, Ooh. and yeah. and he's had him thrust upon I, him. Just, I, we did a piece, or the BBC did an interview at Robertson during the international break, where they 
I thought it was quite an illuminating piece, you know. As you said, as we've already established, I'm quite a sad person, so I, what I find interesting, maybe others don't. But sorry, no, you're not. He mate. basically <laughs> said, he basically said, well, whoever starts left back, the other one is in the stands because Klopp doesn't want a left back on the bench because he thinks probably thinks Milner can do it, or he thinks. Trent can do so it. He want to waste the position. So he, he, he thinks, thinks about specialist. Like, thing, yeah, so I don't need a specialist left back on the bench, and I can see that maybe just Milton Robertson's just just second best to Moreno at the moment in training and in everything else, and that it's just. But what's wait, interesting? Wait, wait, he, 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 he has come up with some good performance. When he did play, yeah. he played well. He was when okay. He was near against he um, was it Burnley? Yeah. Yeah. He, did, he did okay. I I raised the point in the previous one with you, and I was saying it was a very interesting thing that the club said. Before the season started, but after a couple of the pre-season when Solanke scored and stuff, I think it was against Palace, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I can remember um, Klopp coming out and saying, making a point of saying, um, I'd never heard of Solanke, but he's a good player, so well done to the board, well done for the committee. And it was a very interesting thing because it was almost like him saying, now let I want you to know that players are coming in that I've never heard of. Yeah. Now you wonder, and I've raised this before, whether or not Robinson was another one, which gets back to what you were just saying about you'd think it was a committee. Well, I think he did it with... Uh, you were talking about Sank, I think he did it with Gruwich, didn't he? He said that the, 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 they brought him the, the tapes and showed him all about Gruwich, and that's why, obviously, he's not quite blossomed through yet. But I think Klopp's confident enough in himself whereby he takes the information, and if he agrees with it and does it, they go forward with it and if they bring him the information he don't like it he just says no and I think Robertson was a sort of means to an end for him mm. I don't think he was in you know he clearly wasn't in one of those you know top top targets in the no. summer um, but I think he eventually thought I need to do something in the position and that's he's got a potential upside if we can bring him in and I think I suspect that he's maybe my gut instinct is maybe being a little bit disappointed with what he's seen in training, and that's the only thing yeah. I can, in terms of technical ability, because I think what we've seen on the pitch, he got at him a bit in his second game, didn't he? But uh, I mean, Jonesy, I know his doubts the is how good a player his crossing ability makes him. I think, mm. but I think it it it's perhaps make it it's not as significant perhaps in a team like Liverpool where we're not tradition, we're not these days. A massively crossing team, are we? We're, no. we're more of a pullback team. Yeah, but I think it's on the floor, isn't it? A lot of it. So Robertson is probably putting his cross in from where level with the 18 yard line, would mm. you say, with, a, yeah. with an outswinging curl on it? Whereas most of Klopp's design plays, I would suggest, revolve around getting a player to the byline and pulling it, pulling yeah, it, pulling it back, back to an yeah, on cross yeah, forward yeah. because that's a higher percentage play normally yeah. and to be fair and I know that football's a confidence thing but Moreno's touches seems to be I'm more on. confident it seems to be more assured yeah. it seems to uh, and when he's playing like that it's great it's just my only thing is the bombing up you've got to get back I mean whether a clock it's clear Klopp wants him to do that but surely when, 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 when your two centre-backs are under a lot of pressure anyway to have to have Lovren running right out of his position to cover who was bombing on and have him sort of floating behind. Right. Well, but then it, it obviously is, to me, it obviously is an instruction thing because Burnley's goal came from um, a, a knockdown, wasn't it? And Robertson was sort of, I think he was he was singled out by Klopp. I think Klopp said Robbo was out of position uh, or was was not able to get across, and Arfield it was who scored, yeah. wasn't it? A sort of 
a midfield gamble who, who, who's got onto a second ball because the left back was, was high and the, the centre midfielder wasn't there. So I do think there is an instruction. Wasn't thing. that a Clavin and Matted? Yeah, well, there was, oh, there was a comedy. Uh, Trent yeah. lost a, a header, didn't need to. Yeah, um, yeah. Chris Wood, was it? Chris Wood who, who beat, him, beat yeah. him in the air. He definitely lost the header. Yeah, and, but I think I think it's instruction that the, the full-backs are playing so high, or certainly the left-backs playing so high. And Trent, Trent played the second half last night as a sort of right winger anyway, didn't he? I think he was able to, to enjoy himself. But that's that's another reason why I think Milner will be in the team, or, or Milner might be in the team. I think whoever's playing right back, whether it's Alexander-Arnold or, or I think Gomez, it's Gomez I, I think, think Milner will do a bit more to, yeah. to help out in that, that I, right I, flank. I think your suggestion that Henderson was, was was left out to play, I think, is the... Same well, for Gomez, I think would be yeah. the same goals. He was he was he was very very strong against United. Yeah, wasn't he? Very very very, very good performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Just c- c- briefly, I want to pick your brains because you know more about than I do. Um, how far away is do you, do you consider Lallana to be from getting yeah. back into the team? Middle of next month, I think. Yeah, you said I think, the other day. Yeah. We're looking at uh, next international break after after that. I think Southampton at Anfield, not at uh, St Mary's, as James Pierce wrote quite. Um, Quite confidently, it, it's at Anfield. Uh, I think it's the 18th of November. I think. I think that's when he'll be targeted. So, uh, so nice, some fans uh, can uh, get their get their voices all dusted off and and boo their get, former get, captain. Get the Been off to Qatar, hasn't he? Doing Match, sort of uh, Javi. Yeah, so that's right. Of, yeah, so a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. So and you've got him, and then of course we're talking about the right backs and you know Trent and Gomez and everything else, and of course Klein. You, you know we'll have Klein uh, yeah. reappearing at some point. And that'll be a that'll be an interesting scenario. Well, it is, and also as well, just before we go, and also as well, it, it, I mean, the Ox scored last night. We must we must mention yeah. that a lovely lovely bit of play by Sturridge as well. Very unselfish, popped it across to him. Um, but it's you do get that feeling sometimes with Liverpool when he was like Salah came off against United and then he had the Ox on and he was doing a decent job. Yeah. And it's it's that slow strengthening of a squad, isn't it, where you go actually. Yeah. You've got players well, who can fit like for like or go in and still damage. Andy said, Andy said in the summer, didn't he? You've got to, Liverpool have got to get used to having expensive signings on the bench. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And no problem with that. I think Klopp said last night, you know, that really helped him stick his chest out. Actually, yeah. Chamberlain, and, you, know, he's, you know, he's a lad who obviously likes Jimmy. He's got a hell of a chest to stick out, hasn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah. And uh, the, the, the not as big a one as Antonio Valencia, but size of yeah, it. I mean, he's I mean, he's, size yeah. of that was, Every time he ran past me, the, the sun went out. Man, you know, he's been on the muscle bio, whatever oh, they call it. Been on, he's just unbelievable. Maxi yeah. muscle, is it? Maxi muscle, muscle. Jordan Henderson's product. Yeah, so. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've lost my thread now. If it's here, if I'm honest, mate, you, you're talking about Big Oxley Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Oh yeah, Oxley Chamberlain. I'm, I'm not going yeah. there with the Ox with you yeah. at the moment. But uh, big goal for him. It was needs to the hardest finish that. in the world. But he almost got one beforehand. Yeah, he's got that little nipper pace, hasn't yeah. he? he you saw when the when the was it the keeper played out to him? There was a mistake in the defence. I think the keeper yeah, put a bad yeah. kick out. And he was on it. He was past my friend Schuler. Yeah. In, in an absolute instant, yeah. and uh, you know, to the, be fair, he was overtaken by, by Hearst last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The draft just had James Pierce was... went past him in the second half at yeah. one stage, I think. I mean, and obviously a good dig, and a, you know, Yardy decided he probably scores. And I think there was also one moment where Trent played a pass to him down the right. It wasn't, it wasn't. It was a little bit too hard. The pass wasn't ideal, but he just had that little nip of Pierce that yeah. he got to it and won a corner yeah. off it. I thought, and it. I do see that 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 pace yeah. that he's got will will be an asset. 
I couldn't said in Blood Red before. Couldn't quite see why we bought him, but I haven't. We don't think we've seen enough to be able to say that it's a mistake yet. And hopefully, nights like last night will, uh, you know, hope hopefully allow us to see him develop and grow. So even if it even if it's not if it remains a bit of a strange sign and that it can still be an effective one. Yeah, and I, th- and I think just having someone, uh, Salah coming off and someone coming on who's, who doesn't play that position. I mean, ironically, the, the conversation he, he's had uh, before he, he joined us was, now look, I've had enough of playing on the right. Yeah. I want to play in the centre. And Klopp's going, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. And then obviously Fonham going, you know that thing we said about you not playing on the right? Yeah. He's, he's going to come on, I think, when Salah's, when he feels like Salah's done his contribution, isn't he? Yeah. I think he's going to come on and he's going to, he's going to be a, a utility player from that right. But like you say, well, it's not so big. I want to be there. Two months. Yeah. Two months. I mean, he's, got, yet, uh, look, he's, he's bought him for, you know, essentially five years. Yeah. So, you've got, you know, he's, he's a young lad. In five years, will we get out of him? Something that justifies, you know, that sort of club record-ish fee. You know, I wouldn't rule it out. Wouldn't well, there's one out. thing we know in five years is Mourinho won't be at Man United. No, uh, he's, he's already. He's, uh, he's decided he doesn't want to do any. That's what you get with him, don't you? I'll stick it half for eighteen months and I'll, I'll, off me pop. Lads, thank you so much, Neil. Once again, thank you no for joining problem. us, Andy. It's been a, a great. Joe Rimmer's positions in, in jeopardy. Uh, also, I'm we need a big squad though, don't we? Need a big squad. Cast game. If Joe Rimmer comes in, big sign and sits at the end of the desk there, that's fine. We'll bring him on if Andy gets out of breath. <laughs> uh, listen, it's been great. Thank you for listening. Uh, keep supporting the Reds, obviously. Good luck to them uh, at uh, White Hart Lane. No, at Wembley. Don't make that mistake. No. Yeah, don't turn up there whenever you do. Good luck to the Reds. Onwards and upwards. This has been uh, Poetry Emotion with me, Neil Fitz, uh, Neil Jones and Andy Kelly. See you again soon. Thank you.